0: Hey, welcome. This is uh, My Teeth Need Attention, the uh, (laughs) randomly scheduled podcast. Uh, It is now the actual companion to the print zine of the same name. I finally got uh, issues out, so I got issue two out uh, about a month or so ago. So if you're uh, interested in picking that up, you can go to myteethneedattention.com. In issue number two, uh, there's interviews with Matthias Anderson of, uh, you know, discreet music and all things uh, Gothenburg, uh, Anthony Milton from New Zealand, uh, some photos from Liam Grant, uh, a bunch of reviews, some fiction, some uh, road trip logs, logs not blogs. Issue number one is uh, out of print, but by the time you hear this, I might have it back in print. So uh, you'll know that if you go to My Teeth and the Attention uh, or head over to the Carbon Records Bandcamp page. So it's carbon-records.bandcamp.com. Issues are up there. And uh, like I said, issue number one, I'm doing a small reprint uh, just to keep it in print right for now anyway. What you're hearing in the background here is uh, a group called Storks from Philadelphia. And I'm playing this because uh, today's episode is an interview with uh, Ken Brenninger from Blues Ambush. But Storks was a group he was in with a few other folks, including uh, Richie from uh, Petty Bunko, Emily Robb, JC from... uh, Philly Record Exchange, and the Strapping Field Hands. This is from a tape recorded in 2018 at the uh, Philly Record Exchange. It's on the Loki label. I don't think it's available still, but uh, you can check it out. It's probably Copies aren't probably too expensive online. <clears throat> it's called Full Plate Blues. And uh, kind of shows what the Blues Ambush guys were in the middle of and leading to. They have a brand new record that came out on Radical Documents and quickly sold out <laughs> within, I think, two weeks. It was only an addition to 200. I ended up buying, uh, I don't know, about 10 copies for mail order, and uh, they sold out within that time frame as well. So uh, congrats to those guys and the Radical Documents uh, folks. Folk. I don't know, I think it's one person. So anyway, uh, thanks again for uh, to Ken for giving me some time to do the interview. We're going to listen to some more of this track from uh, the Storks cassette. And then, uh, then we'll get into the interview, and then I'll play some Blues Ambush uh, afterwards. So uh, thanks again for tuning in. This is My Teeth Need Attention. And you can go to myteethneedattention.com for more information and past shows and things like that. And I'm really trying to set up some more interviews uh, to get us through the fall and winter. So uh, stay tuned and uh, you know tell your friends and subscribe to this thing. All right, thanks. Let's get back to the music. Yeah, I want to I wanna thank uh, Ken for joining me on My Teeth Need Attention. Uh, Ken, if you don't know what that reference is, I always usually tell people uh, it's a lyric from a Dead Sea song uh, called Power, uh, and it always kind of got my attention. Plus, w- when I was a kid, I had horrible teeth, so my teeth always needed attention. <laughs> um, I had braces on for like seven and a half years. Um, not that they're much better now, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh so welcome
1: thanks thanks for having me
0: yeah so uh yeah so you live in philly right now right
1: yes uh uh, north philadelphia
0: yeah did you grow up there uh
1: out outside of the city by like um maybe just over over an hour outside the city in montgomery county pennsylvania a little town called souderton you know not not too much there like Small uh, Mennonite kind of, you know, farming suburb is, is kind of the vibe. A lot of, you know, uh, not a lot of churches and not much to do.
0: Yeah. Out by Lancaster?
1: Kind of? That direction? Not that, well, not that far. Uh, it's oh, like okay. north northwest of the city a little bit, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess it's, yeah. Yeah, northwest of the city by about an hour or so. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in Scranton. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, maybe... Like kind of halfway between uh, Allentown and Philadelphia. Oh yeah, okay. So cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You grew up there uh, all your whole childhood, or?
1: Yeah, pretty. Yes, yeah, pretty much. I, you know, uh, yes, my entire childhood. Um, And I moved. I moved down to this. I moved here to Philly. Like in 2017 so but prior to that I'd, I'd been you know mostly in the uh in the suburbs uh aside from like a, a short stint in the late 90s where i i worked late 90s to like 2000 i worked at matador records i did like sales and um mail order for like three over like three years something like that Yeah, right in new yorker or- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. so, yeah. That was, yeah, 97 to 2000. But after that, I moved, moved huh. back to, you know, the suburbs. And, yeah, it wasn't until 2017 <laughs> that I moved down to Philly. So,
0: Okay. That was a pretty but, yeah. busy time in Matador, right? Late 90s?
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, yeah, God, I'm trying to, you know, at the time, it was like, yeah, it was a weird time. I mean, like, what was coming out? Like, I, God, of my voices had just left to would they like tvt or something but anyway yeah it was oh, like yeah. you know i don't know uh who was still like bell and sebastian and um you know all that stuff was kind of you know happening uh
0: yeah yeah then. post post payment
1: too right uh, uh no still like i think terror twilight came out when i was there oh, yeah. um but yeah it was kind of at the end of that Run and like, I don't know, like, cat power, you know, like, was like, moon picks was huge, obviously, or like, you know, kind of relatively huge. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. But cool.
0: When, uh, when did you uh start playing music?
1: Uh, back, I would you know, I, I guess it kind of started um, late 90s, uh, until like the early 2000s. I had a a a duo with, um, a friend of mine. Um, and, uh, I played like kind of psycho guitar, not necessarily too dissimilar from what I, I do now. And, and he played, um, like audio oscillators and, you know, like tone generators. So it kind of sounded like, you know like hawkwind without the rhythm section mm. um, or any vocals i mean it was kind of like just like a space noise duo um but that like that lasted a few years and then there was this huge gap from god i don't know maybe 2001 or 2 uh until shit i guess maybe um 2015 and then i started playing again so you know there's a this you know giant kind of uh chasm between those things yeah uh, and, uh, so um but yeah that and then and then in 20 yeah, like 2015 i guess i was in this band called fully glazed um with uh m- you know my co-worker max from the record exchange and my and and richie richie charles um so that was kind of like my uh you know, re-entry into music I guess as it were
0: yeah How, you met those guys uh just what through yeah. man it was
1: weird. I actually I met Max on <laughs> I met Max uh on this this like Facebook record group and uh I um I was like oh man this guy works at the record exchange and I used to go to the record exchange all the time when I was you know in high school I'd drive down and anyway um and I hadn't really you know I'd been like like I said, I mean, there there's, you know, a, a large swath of, of years that, like, I just kind of dropped out of, like, kind of doing anything or going to shows or, like, aside from record collecting, like, not really being involved in music or, like, making music or going to see music. So, anyway, I met him and then, uh, you know, as a result, uh, I don't know, we became buds and, you know, started playing music and so on and so forth, you know. But uh, yeah, it was through like a Facebook record group <laughs> that I met uh, you know him, and then uh, as a result, I guess uh, you know Richie and you know I don't know here here I am. Yeah, Richie was
0: running R- Richie Records at that point, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah it was it was Richie Records, um, and, and uh, I guess he at, at the at that point those guys like you know it was kind of at the end of their old band, which was Watery Love, and then we started playing as fully glazed which i guess lasted maybe i don't know a year or so give or yeah. take I think. Do, you, do you have records out there's a there was a seven inch and uh two two tapes i think is is yeah seven inch and two tapes um but uh no not like a no full length or anything mm-hmm. uh, and, and in, fact- guitar in fact in fact right oh sorry
0: what you're playing guitar in that band
1: play guitar in that band and then um after that uh richie and i started this band um called storks which was me richie emily rob and uh jc webster from um field hands um so and that lasted i guess maybe that lasted a year or so give or take uh ish and then um and I, we had one tape. We had played some shows and shit. But um, after that, it was uh, ch- 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 yeah. Like I started Blues Ambush in like late 2019, and you know, uh, it's still going. You know, like it's on. I guess we're on like maybe like yeah. What what is it? Probably like the fourth or fifth lineup of Blues Ambush. But this is kind of the final lineup, uh, and, and it, I, I, it, it'll it'll stay like this. So which is good. Um, you know, cycled through a couple of drummers. Like Dustin from Heavenly Bodies was played uh, drums at the first, like for the first Blues Ambush show. Then uh, Richie Richie played drums for you know at a couple shows for us. And then we I met Dave, who's like the, the current drummer, and he's um yeah he's a Rochester guy. I think you met you might have met him. Yeah yeah um, yeah
0: at the show last summer we were yes about... yep and uh, suburb of Rochester yeah.
1: Yeah. And I met, I actually met Dave, this was during the pandemic. Uh, I was just like, I was bummed that I, I I was having like a, you know, hard time figuring out who I wanted to play, you know, finding a drummer, I guess. And I was talking to my buddy, um, Rob Smith, who, uh, you know, was played drums in Riton and, you know, uh, Animal Pistons Everywhere. He played drums on that record and, um, anyway i was like moaning to him about like oh man i can't find a drummer i was like i wish you know I wish you could come play but you know he lives in new york and you know I was, that obviously wasn't i was just i was kind of belly aching and then he he's like hey do you know do you know this guy named dave and i'm like no i don't know i don't fucking know dave so he sent, <laughs> he sent me his uh, dave's instagram and uh and it, it turned out I, d- I didn't realize like dave you know dave you know like we we had, you know, Rob and common as friends, and he was just here in, in Philly. He had played in Jackie O motherfucker. Uh yeah. in in one of those iterate, you know, I guess many iterations of, of that band. Um, but yeah, no, Dave was uh so we met and you know, here he is. He you know, he's not going anywhere. So <laughs> um, you know, uh and then um uh, sorry, I'm 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 rambling, I guess. Uh no no, no that's good.
0: Uh Rob Smith is that why do i is that that's not the guy from sunburn right
1: no that's uh that's rob thomas um yes uh, oh, yeah, yeah. His yeah no it, it's easy uh no he um and he also played drums in pigeons uh yeah. but um <clears throat> yeah he's he's a ratus so you know props to him for kind of linking dave and i and uh yeah but it's been you know yeah four going on four years of, of blues ambush i'm, I'm just glad we're finally got like you know got it together or just got got you know kind of got motivated enough to like do to pick shit to put on a, an actual album you know what i mean because we play every week and like you know kind of the deal is like every time we you know every week that we play i'm like man this this shit that we just did is like the sickest and like that should be the record, and then you know, inevitably, like the next week, it's like, oh, man, you know, you forget about the stuff you just did and anyway. Like, you know, you let the month, you know, a couple months go by, and then you're like, uh, you know, anyway. Uh, so I, I just realized it, 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 it doesn't, not that it doesn't matter, but like, you know, what I mean, it was good just to kind of finally make a decision and yeah, yeah, and, and I'm, we're super stoked on it. Um, and there's like a bazillion i mean christ we could fucking you know in that way we could you know put out a record (laughs) every couple months and it you know what i mean we we were sitting on so much stuff so it's good to kind of you know turn it loose Um, is it all improv uh yeah i guess in so much as that like you know i mean it's you know kind of like the songs you know as they are you know are like like kind of um uh how would i put it like I mean, we, like, there's, uh, there's like riffs or like, mm. yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, so,
0: I mean, you you have kind of some riffs that you build on and then. Of course, yeah, yeah that's that's kind go,
1: of where they go. Yeah, but like we're not bound to necessarily do anything in particular when we're playing those other than kind of starting off with them and, and where they end up is, you know, I, I have no idea and, you know, yeah. just. So yes, uh, so I, I it's a little bit of both, you know. What I mean, like slightly yeah. rehearsed, uh, but you know, ad, not at all uh, professional, or or, <laughs> or to you know. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of and, and that's that's what makes it great to play with these guys because like you know, like like not you know, there's not. Sorry, I'm just kind of uh, stumbling and rambling. Uh, there's like they're not bound to do anything other than kind of show up and, and have fun and make the music that like, kind of, we want to get high and listen to. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And so we've, in that way, succeed, uh, you know, (laughs) Uh, and it, it, yeah, it works. It works. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, um, I met you at the record exchange. I want to, I was thinking it's the summer of 2019
1: Yes, I believe
0: that's right. I think you're,
1: yeah, it was pre pandemic, I think.
0: Yeah, because, yeah, I'm trying to, because I I usually stop in Philly. We go to, um, we go down to Rehoboth, Delaware. Oh, I remember you saying, yeah. You know, pretty regularly. I grew up doing that with my family. So uh, Mm. me and my wife and the kids go down there pretty often, you know, and they like it. So we usually like break up the drive and stop outside Philly, hang out for the night. Uh, and I invariably peel off from the family and go to the record exchange. <laughs> um, usually I usually at least uh, set it up with, well, they're buying some records from me. Um, yeah. I got, I got to drop them off. Um, and yeah, I think I, I met you there and we were talking and you, you mentioned that's when you mentioned blues ambush to me. Um, and I think you might've had a cassette at the time, but it was like long gone. Um, and I remember getting home, and like just, you know, tracking the tracking the files down on Bandcamp and stuff like that
1: yeah uh, yeah
0: but yeah it was probably 2019 that's when you started the band yeah
1: yeah it was uh, it was uh yeah, yeah i think their first show was december 2019 and i like i kind of yeah i guess it uh yes yeah, so yeah december 2019 give or take i think yeah. so i wonder if i saw you in 2020 i can't remember oh, but I yeah mean,
0: maybe it was 21 2021 Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I maybe yeah, that's right. twenty twenty. Everything got canceled. We didn't go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly right. Yeah, yeah I, I bet could, it was because you definitely had a cassette or two out at that point.
1: At that point, yeah. At that point, I think we had, we had, uh, yeah, the tape and maybe
0: maybe just the online thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: think that sounds about right. Yeah, the new records on Radical Documents. Radical Documents. Yeah, I- and in fact, they did. Uh, we did the uh, lathe cut seven inch that they did i guess oh, they right. came out last year but i mean that was like i think they, i think he i think he made 30 um and in fact i had to kind of like uh weasel a copy not weasel but like i had to like pry a copy from dave out of dave's hand because i had given away all mine and yeah. uh ended up not having one and i was like what the fuck so <laughs> uh yeah that so but yeah radical documents i mean uh matt the guy from the label he's a he's a buddy of dave's from school and he's just you know awesome to work with uh you know super chill and is you know made you know made it uh you know a delight to (laughs) put a record out you know what i mean it's it's it's, it's, it's pretty easy so
0: oh that's good Uh, yeah he's put out a couple of good things uh over the last year so i've been into yeah 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 for sure so yeah, so uh, so this record is all new material, like it's not stuff from the cassettes that came out already?
1: Yeah, t- uh, totally different from that. Um, it, it, you know, stuff that we, there's a, uh, well, I guess a couple of things on there, like are things that we do, we play live fairly often. Um, but uh, yeah, and in fact, um, the the first side and the first song on the second side of the record were recorded for like a um like a radio broadcast that we did here in philly and it was just it it was such a fucking sick performance that we were just like we're going to use this um and uh yeah and then the other the other thing was i mean all this stuff uh, like everything that's on the record um are like iphone recordings like like other than having it mastered um which i think uh you know uh matt from radical documents had it mastered but um yeah other than that they're just like live raw iPhone recordings. Um, yeah. you know we just record at, Dave records everything on his phone and it it's kind of the way I like shit the sound you you hear more of like kind of the the noise in the room. like the uh-huh. it, it captures something that like kind of like professional like close mic'd recording uh I don't know it, I I'm not I'm not crazy about it. So um yeah it's just raw as fuck. It's it's super nasty sound and and like blown out like Test press. Test press. Thing sounds insane. I think like the bass is just like you know. It. 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 I just wanted it to sound really wrecked and distorted and kind of you know, uh, to kind of reflect how you know we you know how it sounds live or at least right. how I hear I hear it. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. So. I, you know, I. I've. I've brought this up
0: once before. I think it was when I was talking to either Tom. I interviewed Tom Lax, and then I interviewed Bruce Russell, you know, from Dead Sea and Handful of Dust. Um, So, yeah, I just put out Handful of Dust record and he recorded that on a phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. You know, we talked about the Dead Sea and how um, the aesthetic of the recordings, it's that live sound all the time. And I always wondered, like, what the hell would that band sound like if they did, like, a production uh studio sounds Like I, I I look at I look at the aesthetic of the recordings as sort of another member of the band.
1: Right, um, right, right. That's kind of how I see it too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking that I was listening to a bunch of your stuff uh over the last couple of days in the car and it's 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 got that great kind of perfectly blown out sound that you you kind of can't do in a studio even if you convince right. them here to do it. Um, right right because you can't i don't think you could recreate it necessarily um and i was wondering i'm like geez, i wonder if this record is recorded in the studio or not (laughs) Um, (laughs) so it's kind of cool to hear that so i was going to bring up uh because it leads to another band uh that i was going to ask because that last tape that you did there was at least a song or two on there that had a very heavy kind of Loreles denudes sort of vibe to it
1: yes and that's
0: another band that like you know up until recently. No one really heard anything but completely blown out live uh, recordings. Um, uh, now I do hear some studio stuff, and at first it freaked me out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, really totally. sounding. But I'm getting into it, right? Like I'm, I'm kind of leaning into it. But again, yeah. it's another band that, like, the aesthetic of the recordings that we've heard up again up until kind of recently has always been that blown out live sound.
1: Sure, or, and that's super. That's that's like hugely important to like kind of you know at least in spirit like you know what what we want to do in 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 that like it it kind of just reveals the music you know because it's kind of like the you know warts and all kind of you know there's yeah. mistakes and like uh you know that it, it it sounds insane and uh no i mean they're, they're like i think for I, I would say for well over a year until he got a new car dave uh the drummer he all, he had like a five disc changer in his, in his Honda. And all the discs would be, um, that the double heads, uh, denudes double heads. And like, that's literally the only thing we'd listen to, uh, pretty much. Like, I mean, if I was in his car, like, that's what we were listening to, uh, you know, for well over a year. Um, but yeah, no. And, and we, in fact, we do, uh, there's a, uh, we do a cover of, <laughs> I got, I got, you know, cover quote unquote, uh, of, uh, their their jam the last one um so like we you know we take that and just kind of uh you know put put our own little thing on it which is you know like i don't know it's 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 uh they're great uh and yeah
0: yeah i um i almost i'm i almost worry i might get worn out by them because there's so much reissues coming out now but, I happened,
1: but. <laughs> yeah, yeah i i actually haven't gotten any of the reissues i i uh oh. i i just i i I don't know i just there's so much like there's so many shows on youtube like live shows there's on youtube that you can just you know i just usually end up they're like a, like kind of like the dead they're like one of those bands that like you know uh you, listening to them like it's almost better on cd or streaming like, so you don't have to like get up and flip a fucking yeah. record Right. You know, uh in the middle of a, a like a monster jam or, or whatever. Yeah. Um so uh yeah. <laughs> uh. Um
0: when you when you start blues ambush, like um did you have a, a sound in mind or is this just what you do, how you play, how you write? Like or you're like, Oh, I wanna do a heavy like I want to no, do- no, 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 like, yeah,
1: like it what like, you know, yeah, no, it wasn't anything that like I, I I had I had the idea for this band um, in my head. I I don't know even even back as far as like uh, fully glazed. I kind of wanted everything to sound like we sound now. It's just you know you end up uh, you know I found that, I, I guess I've now found the like the exact right guys to kind of like execute you know what just kind of there they 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 dave and eric uh they do every i mean it's so intuitive that like they like they they know the deal and i like i never had to explain to them really like they just yeah you know i so i guess yeah it's 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 uh it's it's just kind of what comes natural to or you know I, i don't know yeah there it wasn't uh yeah, I guess I've, I've I've just ended up uh in a place now where I can kind of execute what I had envisioned in my head a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, I started a band years ago, so we you know pengo has been around forever, and then sure, I just kind of have all the, me and Nuge had we had a three piece for a while, we had two piece for a while, and then I started this other band with this very uh, specific idea in mind, uh, and then doesn't even come close to it <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of a thing where i'm i i have this thing, thing in mind and you know it's improv as well um but i also like my my skills are limited uh on guitar so
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know kind of degrades into something else uh but it's still cool and we have fun and stuff like that but yeah yeah times when i try to do something intentionally it never never uh flushes out but
1: yeah i i always uh you know i always um like the more you like i always think you know the the more you the more you think the the more you stink kind of when it comes to you know at least when it comes to blues like yeah same same deal like well like the more we talk about something or like oh we need to do this like this you know it it rarely if ever kind of you know uh reaches the heights that you 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 Anticipate or want, so yeah. um, it's Talked it's yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> it, it it rings true at least you know in, in our case. So yeah, yeah. But
0: what uh what other uh like when did you get into listening to stuff that's kind of like this or like Loretta's the nudes or other blown out? Oh
1: fuck! Like, I mean, I I guess like it must have been maybe in like 95 or 96. Like I started working at a record shop and then, uh, you know, started, you know, I I bought, I remember I bought the, what ended up being the final issue of forced exposure, you know, the magazine and like, I just devoured it. And like, there was all this stuff in there that I was just like, what the fuck is this? This seems insane. And, uh, yeah i mean so you know even back then like you know like the psf stuff i I, you know like high rise i is is one of my favorite bands ever um you know all that stuff i guess you know um and i i kind of liked stuff sound like the more you know like the more damaged the better um particularly when it comes to guitar like like uh kuahara from white heaven was a huge you know kind of like you know mind blower for me when i was he did a there, like the solo on there was a ghost seven inch on um the now sound, and it was like on the B side was the, that tune uh Guru and the Echo, but it was like kind of like the a, it was like the electric version that wasn't on whatever uh whatever ghost record that was on initially, like the acoustic version. But his solo on that seven inch um kind of changed that kind of changed my life, I guess, in, in the way that like, I would never, I never heard a guitar, like howl or scream or be like, you know, I don't know it. I, I still listen to it. And I get like goosebumps when I know it, you know, the solo is about to start. So it's got one of those kind of deals. Um, but uh, yeah, so I guess going back that far was kind of, I, I always kind of like, you know, uh, you know, the more, the more wrecked, the, the more it interested me, you know, Um So yeah, that's kind of that's kind of, and I've been on like a you know crash course with that since since then, you know, all things Uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: What uh, what other things are you listening to now that you're like really into? Oh man, Um, I was blank when people asked me this question.
1: you, You know, I mean, I'm I'm looking at my records right now. It's 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 weird. It just depends on who I'm like if I'm alone um like i'll kind of throw on anything i don't know like um but yeah i guess it it depends on who i'm hanging with which kind of is fun because then it'll you know it it, their presence will kind of like inform stuff i put on that i might not have put on if i'm by myself it's it's good to kind i always like listening to music with other people to kind of you know to con- I like considering who I'm hanging with when I play stuff and like, you know, let that kind of dictate, you know, where the jams go. It's kind of fun that way. Cause it'll, you know, if left to my own devices, I, I, so I'll listen to <laughs> like, so for instance at the, like at the exchange, pretty much every, sh- oh, I don't want to say every shift, but like at least once a weekend i'll listen to that um that trodgross um like the triple cd like the box set i'll just listen to that in in its entirety um i've done that i mean i probably listen to that more than anything i've ever like anything ever i in my entire life by like by a lot um i never get tired of it uh i i constantly hear new things and uh but so yeah it'll be that or you know fuck um like you know electric like a live electric miles i can you, know, you can kind of throw that on at at any at any point and i'm like you know happy to jam that out um but uh yeah i mean like like right now i'm looking at my records there's like uh there's like joe walsh barnstorm there's a little feet bootleg there's jimmy had Hend- electric Ladyland. uh a bruce coburn record um you know Harold Budd and Sir Douglas Quintana, yeah you know, just all I don't know, just kind of you know, I it, it uh, yeah, I you know, just try to keep it uh, mixed up and fluid and you know, I don't know what it uh, yeah, do what do you work just weekends at the record store, or? yeah, I'm there like uh, three days a week, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Sunday, <laughs> and then uh, you know, have the rest of the time, rest of my time, um to do as little as possible <laughs> you know uh other other than like blues amber stuff you know i just i i, I work hard at, at uh at being a chiller and uh <laughs> you know um just hanging just hanging out man yeah uh, i'm always yeah.
0: i'm always surprised every time i go back to philly that uh the exchange is still in the same area
1: yeah right. yeah, yeah. It, i mean That's that that, that area yeah that area is fucking crazy and it's um it kind of sucks like it's just it's so brutally like yuppified and um yeah it's 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 a little it's it's a bit much like you know um it's it's definitely a different crowd i mean you see you know even and like i said i you know i just moved to the city in 2017 i mean it's like it's you know, it's, it's an entirely different place. And that, you know, I can't even imagine what it, seeing it, you know, it's like, you know, some of my friends have been here forever, 20 years. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, although I guess that's the same as like, you know, Brooklyn, when I lived in, when I lived in New York, I lived in Williamsburg and this was like 97. And like, there, there was kind of, there wasn't really shit there. Uh, that, at, yeah. Right after, right after
0: that, started switching. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, cause I was out, I, I left in, 2000 so i left new york pre-9-11 but you know after kind of after that every time i went back i was just kind of more and more shocked to like to to now it's like you know it's almost semi unrecognizable aside from like um but yeah i mean it's, it's a lot of it's that way i mean fortunately i live i live a little further north than that and I, i'm in kensington and uh you know, there's there's no mistaking that you're, you know, that you're in a different neighborhood. I mean, mine's my, my, you know, like it's, it's, uh yeah, it's it's definitely a different vibe for sure, but, you know.
0: Yeah, I came, um, it might have been the time I saw you there. I came, uh, the directions got me off the highway quickly to kind of, I think, avoid maybe some schoolkill stuff. And like, I came down through sort of Temple. And I was like, what the fuck? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I love like, it. I love it. Were bombed out. Um, and I was like, "Wow, this is nuts!" And then I turn a corner, <laughs> and now I'm in uh Fish Town, and I'm like, "It was like night and day."
1: Yeah, no, it's it, it's crazy. I I, I kind of like I mean I like North Philly, you know, uh in particular, just kind of for that reason. There's you know, it's just like uh, I it it, it still feels like a uh, I, I don't even know. Um, I don't even know. Silly. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, exactly yeah
0: uh yeah i you know i went i remember i went down to see the dead sea they played at uh donnie brenda's
1: um was that like a few years back or something like 20, five, I five, say 2016 16 maybe okay yeah i i wanted to go to that and i missed it and
0: uh and that was the first time i was in that area and Freaking forever! I was like, "What the hell?" And I and I told my buddy, "I'm like, wow, this is Brooklyn. It's like total yeah, no. Brooklyn." Because you know, I I've been going to New York for a bunch. Because so growing up in Scranton, we're basically two hours from Philly, two hours from New York. Sure. Um, you know, so as a kid, I'd go to New York all the time with my family. And then Tango um, played a show in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg, in '99, I think it was. And you know. There was a car in blocks and a, it was total like stereotypical, like New York scene, car on blocks, yeah. right. the garbage can. <laughs> uh, and we played in an abandoned <laughs> Yeah. You're, you're right. one of the bridge abutments. Right? right. 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 And then like, I go back like five years later <laughs> and it was completely different or maybe 10 years later, probably
1: sure. uh,
0: just shockingly different
1: yeah it's, it's it's weird to see it's weird to, and you know I, I think the thing that always gets me is that like when when a new building you know and there's like there's so much construction here like when a new building goes in once that new building's there like i can't even remember what used to be there which is kind of uh-huh. insane too you know um but yeah what do you do i guess it's uh progress or, or something like that
0: uh so yeah i asked my buddy uh chad he asked me uh to ask you what your favorite. Favorite Philly food spots
1: were. Oh man, uh, I usually
0: don't even ask people about food spots. There, give it a shot.
1: Well, yeah, no, no, no. There, um, there's a uh, there's a Korean. So there's like a there's this Asian supermarket called H Mart, um, which uh, there's like a few locations around the city, but there's one maybe shit. I don't know, t- like twenty minutes by car north of where I live, um, and inside the H Mart in this grocery store they have like a food court Um, and in the food court there's a this korean korean restaurant called mirin and um they have these like like kind of like like sizzling uh like bibimbap kind of you know korean bowls and man i i think about those i think about those fucking things all the time um it's it's so worth the trip they're just fantastic and there's this also this place that's really, really good. And, oh, actually there's a couple places. So, um, this, there's a place, there's a, a fried shrimp spot, uh, again, maybe about 20 minutes North of us. Uh, that's, um, and it's uh cash only there, it's, it's this place called Sid Booker's, um, like the King of shrimps. And it's, uh, fried shrimp is the best fried shrimp i've ever fucking had and one night not that long ago we we played a gig and um i don't know we might i think we made like 60 bucks or something so we all just drove up to sid booker's after the show and blew all our gig money on shrimp um and it was it was it was great it it, uh it's fucking fantastic shrimp so That that
0: sounds like an old school place
1: it's been there forever there's like a there's like a nightclub that's like attached to it it's great because it's like a corner joint and like um man it's open i think on weekends it's open to like three or four in the morning or something like nope. that yeah. and it's it's just great and uh but the only thing that's a bummer is that they don't sell drinks there so if anyone goes byo whatever uh soda water because like you know trying to like you know scarf down shrimp without you know something to wash it down with because you know but uh and, th- and there's a there's actually also again this is north of me maybe 15 minutes this um like puerto rican uh like pork joint called uh it's called porky's point and they have they like they have these like uh big i think they cook like whole hogs or like do like you know whole pigs and then their pork sandwich is just like chopped with like, you know, crispy pork, like the pork skin and like the the meat is just so tender. And like, if you get that, you got to get it with gravy. And it's just like, I think like pan dripping gravy. And it's so good. So fucking good. I, th- I think about that all the time, too.
0: Um, I've been a vegetarian since 2001 and you're making my mouth water right there. <laughs> but yeah, my uncle, my uncle who was so I'm a I'm from an Italian family, but he so he married into the family. And he was Slovak, though, but he was okay. the best cook, including Italian food, and he used to make a porchetta sandwich that was just fucking, you know what that is, porchetta? No. It's, like, it's like kind of what you're describing, but then it's like heavily kind of peppery spiced. Oh, uh, okay. Like a black pepper, and I don't even know what else he put, his... He wouldn't tell anybody his uh, recipe. Man, that sounds fantastic. And, dude, you would just put this on a, a hard roll like we have these great hard rolls in Scranton. Um a couple bakeries there that made these perfect ones. And that's all you do. You wouldn't put anything else on it. It's just meat oh, on
2: a
1: hard roll. And That you'd sounds certain. Them, uh, <laughs> when I'm thinking about it. Um Yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, and there's god, there's probably more that I'm not I mean there's like Man, there's this place uh, that it's, uh, Dave and I went to get cheesesteaks, this place called Leo's, which it's not in the city. It's right outside of the city limits in, um, fuck, where the fuck is it? Uh, this suburb in Delaware County called Sharon Hill. And like, it's, you know, they have these cheesesteaks. They're, they're like the size of a fucking fetus. Like, they're just gigantic. And like, I, like, you have to, it's so much you have to cut it into like quarters and each quarter is like like enough like it's a meal for me like you know what i mean yeah. um they're pretty baller like i think they're like 20 bucks or whatever but you know you're fucking eating like a beast uh when yeah. you get one of yeah. these so 20 bucks for um, a
0: gigantic thing is fine you know
1: yes yeah. yeah exactly yeah it, like,
0: 20 bucks doesn't get you a whole lot
1: yeah <laughs> uh, yeah exactly but also you know uh, uh, you know on the, the same token like after after we practice because i you know jerry's on front is like shit, maybe a block and a half from where I live and that's where we practice and, like, I work the door at, like, shows at Jerry's and, like, um, anyway, after practice, there's we'll just unload stuff at my crib and then there's, like, a Wendy's that, or McDonald's, kind of right up the street and, like, there's there's been many blues ambush, like, you know, high as fuck, you know, uh, Wendy's drive-through moments too, um, so, you know, Killian.
0: we're not put them together
1: yeah 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 <laughs> um <clears throat> so yeah um but no there there's there's ones that I mentioned are, are some i, I got a, i'm I'm leaving out some great food spots but there's those ones are, are, those, are uh, great stuff. yeah yeah
0: I love uh I love the whole uh like market with the food restaurant in it those yeah uh, yeah those are always good especially like uh you know, a uh, a specific nationality kind of food; those are always the best joints.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a, a like a a, a a solid testimonial to see like every time I go to that that place, it's packed. Like there's people sitting in that food court waiting for the like, you know, like Korean people sitting there waiting for this shit. So um, that's definitely you know it's legit. So right, right. but. Uh, Um, yeah so speaking of Jerry's on front so I I noticed you're doing uh,
0: some shows with Chris Forsythe
1: yeah in October October 20 something uh, uh, yeah no and in fact Chris has been joining us as like our second guitar player uh, live um, recently like we, we played a show at Johnny Brenda's shit well I think it was over Labor Day weekend and yeah Chris is like the you know, second, second guitarist, uh, or you know, has been lately. You know what I mean? Kind of like, you know, like our auxiliary dog. He's uh, he's, uh, it's been fun. You know what I mean? It, he's he's such a good. He's he's a, he's a great player, and like, you know, it, it, it uh it's fun for me to kind of, you know, go head to head with some other guitar player because, um, you know, it's it's uh it's it's fun to have like kind of guitar battles uh raging um you know i mean because usually it's just me so it's nice to kind of be you know firing shots at someone else and have them kind of return return fire uh yeah that's a blast but but yeah so we're doing a weekend at what are we doing we're doing union pool and then Tubby's and then back to jerry's so it'll be like blues ambush we'll do like you know the trio stuff and i think i think the plan is like for chris to like join us on like a, a jam you know where it's kind of i think that's going to be the vibe but uh I, we haven't played new york yet or at least not we played tubbies but like we haven't been to you know brooklyn queens we haven't played new york proper uh or new york city yet in any way so it'll be fun uh last time i, I played union pool was i think or last time i played new york was at union pool with um fully glazed and that'll be it'll be fun um i you know i'm looking forward to
0: it yeah yeah he's coming up here um i think right after that maybe um later in october yeah he's coming up for a uh it must be part of kind of that same set of shows yeah that's what yeah he put because he posted yeah he posted a list of shows and that's when i saw you guys on three of the shows i'm like oh son of a bitch Uh, yeah yeah because yeah it'd be great to get you guys up here at some point too um and yeah, this the so the place that Chris is playing. It's this bar. It's not big, um, but man, it gets jammed on Friday nights. They charge five bucks at the door, and that's it, never more. And everyone who comes in pays. Um, and yeah, it's it's a kind of a blast. That uh, sounds it's excellent. crazy, especially for Rochester's the very diverse crowd. Like Rochester's pretty fucking segregated. Sure. Uh, yeah, so it's really neat. So it's yeah it's, i i feel really old when i'm there though <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like well, i'll go there and i'm like and then my daughter will be there i'm like oh hey how's <laughs> it
1: right, right right, yeah not that long ago uh well there's this there's this uh, hardcore band that uh, this in philly that uh like they're kind of like the only band in philly other than i mean I would, they're kind of the only band where i like i'll go see them anytime they play this band called rascal uh r-a-s-k-o-l and they're just i think they're sick as fuck and like man when we when you know we'll roll like me dave and eric will like roll to their shows and like we are like the oldest dude by like dude by like a like a million miles (laughs) but uh yeah now it's 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 a trip when that you know when you realize that you're that guy you know uh but yeah no it's cool um but
0: yeah but uh do you have uh, do you have plans for other shows after that uh, weekend?
1: Man, no, we have no plans at all. Uh, I'm well. No, before we
0: that, winter's always tough, but
1: yeah, before that weekend, late sometime late in late this month, um, Bill and I are doing Bill Nace and I are doing like a duo set um, with that, this guy Andy Giles. Like it's 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 like billed as attorneys general. Um, I don't know if you... if you, But I think he's like... I think the deal is he's like live mixing us as we play, which will oh. be interesting. Um, but so I'm doing that. But after... No, after that weekend, uh, we got nothing. So, um, you know, if anyone's listening and you want us to come yeah. play your party or your whatever, we'll, uh, oh, maybe, we'll do yeah, Maybe we'll set something up. Come up. Yeah. Yeah, we got nothing. I mean, you know, kind of we always float around the idea of like, you know, doing, you know, doing weekends here or there. So we, we could, that's definitely, uh, you know, feasible.
0: Yeah. You know, so. The NACE, the duo that you
1: guys did last year. I mean, I think that came out on tape. Uh, I think whether it might've might've been 20 copies and, uh, yeah, it's like, like rip rippingly like psychedelic and, and loud and, and, uh, it, it, it sounds like uh yeah I don't know I, I was I was happy with how that yeah that was the first time we that's the first time we I mean I've been I've been buds with bill for a long time and it was the first time we had ever ever even played together we talked about it a bazillion times but like even before that show we didn't rehearse anything at all yeah not at all Mm-mm. so wow. and it it uh it, it went as as well as I could have ever imagined. So, yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a great foil. Like, I mean, you know what I mean? He's, he's, and he's, he, he's like, he, he's great at that role, like with whoever he's, I think he listens, he listens super well and he, he's, you know, kind of, uh, you know, the it's, it's cool to see him play with other people and, and kind of like how he, how he makes, those things work. I, I think, yeah. you know, shows how how great of a of a player is and, and and a listener and like a improviser, you know. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, we we talked last summer when we did we did that weekend with
0: him, um so I was talking to him a couple times about that and about, you know, improv and you know, sort of the bullshit that some people do and some of the crutches you use. And uh he was talking a lot about like listening and and, and not doing the usual, I don't, I don't even know how to describe that, but right. uh, it got me thinking a lot about, so I play primarily play drums, you know, in in Pengo, and it got me thinking a lot about, um, not, <laughs> not doing what I think is supposed to be done in certain spots. Um, sure, but, sure. Um, and just ca- always kind of reexamining kind of some of that stuff and not just doing the usual, usual yeah, drum thing, you know?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, th- I think that's important to yeah. kind of.
0: And all you gotta do is, you know, you watch of course watch Corsano on drums, and <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've right. like I've like one hundredth the talent, uh, one thousandth the amount of talent <laughs> that he has. Um, but you know, you watch him, and he never does anything that you think uh, you you're gonna expect. You know. Of course, yeah, 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 and at the same time, completely listens perfectly. Uh,
1: yes yeah,
0: uh, yeah that's and just doing his thing and regardless of what else is going on in the room yeah. it's the same way yeah yep yeah cool i think uh i think that was everything i had
1: yeah no cool man it was it was uh it was good talking Thanks yeah for yeah. Having... yeah i appreciate it. it
0: yeah Yeah, I want to thank Ken for, uh, again, for giving me that time for the interview. (laughs) It was great uh, talking to him for a while. We met um, in person, like I said in the interview, uh, you know, at the Record Exchange on one of my trips kind of through town going to Delaware, and then uh, we uh, hung out for a bit when Pengo played uh, Philly last summer, I think it was, summer '22. And uh, he did a uh, you know collaboration. He did the collaboration with Bill Nace too. That uh, eventually came out on cassette. That was a recording I did on my portable. Um, that <laughs> I guess came out good enough for a release. Uh, so yeah, I want to thank him again, and uh, I hope you enjoyed the interview. So what you're hearing in the background here is a track called Horse Noises, and it's from their uh, self-titled cassette that came out on Petty Bunko. Uh, a couple of years ago so we're gonna listen to this and then we're gonna listen to a track from their uh, LP that came out on Radical Documents self-titled are also um, And, again, if you can get your hands on these, uh, I highly encourage you to do so. Uh, they're probably all uh, slightly hard to find, but yeah, I think you can probably do it. All right. Thanks again. Uh, look for more uh, episodes and interviews. I think I might do a music-only show uh, pretty soon, pretty shortly. And then uh, and then I have some interviews that I'm uh, trying to set up so hopefully I can get those going and uh, you know, get those posted over the fall and the winter. And again, if you haven't already picked it up, uh, you can pick up the uh, issue two of My Teeth and the Attention up on the Carbon Bandcamp page. Uh, and issue one, uh, by the time this goes live, will probably be available or shortly thereafter. So uh, if you didn't get number one as well, uh, do that. That's got interviews with Stefan Christensen and uh, David Shapiro, a.k.a. Alexander, and a bunch of other stuff as well. So. All right, thanks again for tuning in, and uh, I hope you have a, a good time, a good day. All right, take care. Bye.